It's the Chronicles of Aguna Live. Happy Friday, people. You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Mark and Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello and welcome back to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by 90 Min. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simiou. I'm delighted to be winding down towards the weekend. Got my coffee in my hand. Um, I say winding down. I'm working all day and all evening tomorrow, so I'm not really winding down. But you know what I mean? Friday night, always a little bit of optimism around a Friday night, even if we can't go anywhere, see anyone or do anything right now. But yeah, the weekend is upon us. And on this show, we've got lots and lots to get through. We're going to be giving you an update on the fitness of Matty Ryan. We're going to be discussing the rumours that Mikel Arteta is set to be offered a new contract by the club. And we're going to be introducing our brand new partnership with Match Edge. So uh, make sure you stick around for the entirety of the show. And if you haven't already, Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you are new as well. It really, really helps. And um, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's kick off with the Matty Ryan update. Now, of course, Arsenal signed Ryan on loan uh, from Brighton and Hove Albion until the end of the season. Of course, at the end of the campaign, he becomes a free agent. Arsenal were, were desperate to get another goalkeeper in, somebody that could kind of come in and step into that role in between Bern Leno and Runar Renarsson. I think we can all agree that whilst we probably shouldn't write Renarsson off just yet, what we've seen of him in the first few months of his Arsenal career haven't exactly filled us with a confidence, a confidence that says we could go to somewhere like Aston Villa um, tomorrow and be comfortable about the idea of him being in goal. Now, there was a lot of uh, worry about whether Matty Ryan will be available, and we still don't know for sure if he will be available. But positive signs today, because as reported by Charles Watts of Goal.com, Matty Ryan trained. Matty Ryan was involved in full training today with the Arsenal squad. So does that mean that he is ready, he is fit um, and available to face Brighton at the weekend? Uh, Brighton, Brighton in my head, Aston Villa. Is he available to face Aston Villa? We're going to have to wait and see. Is he fit enough to start again? We're going to have to wait and see. But it is um, it is positive that he was in training because, of course, when Mikel Arteta faced the media yesterday, he did say um, that he hadn't trained up until that point. So that was obviously of concern and understandably so. So that's the latest on Matty Ryan. He could and I'm going to emphasise the word could be available for the game against Aston Villa, but there are no guarantees. My thoughts on it, you know, how fit can he be if he only resumed training today? You've also got to take into consideration that he hasn't played uh, football in a long, long time, um, especially not at Premier League level anyway. Um, Hasn't played since early December, where he made his last appearance for Brighton. Is he going to be sharper than Renarsson? Maybe not. But is he a better goalkeeper overall? I think he probably is. And I think that Mikel Arteta thinks that too. So if he is available, if he is deemed fit enough, I wouldn't be surprised 
if Matty Ryan came in and messed up my my eleven and uh, took over from uh, Runar Runarsson, and I did make that selection in the previous show, obviously um, with the view to to Ryan not being fit, not being fully fit, not being anywhere near close to it. So we're going to have to see how that one develops. Moving on to our, our big story this evening, and it is just a story at the moment. It, there are rumours doing the rounds now, suggesting that the club are about to offer Mikel Arteta a new contract. Now, the details of this new contract are not clear. What does that mean? Is it an extension? Is it a pay rise? What is a new contract for Mikel Arteta? Obviously, we need some clarity around that before we can really decide if it's the right thing or not. But I can see some of you in the chat have been asking how long Mikel Arteta's current Arsenal deal has to run. And according to transfermarket.co.uk, it is uh, he has a deal with Arsenal right now in place until June 2023. So after this season, he would still have two more full seasons in charge of Arsenal. He was offered a three and a half year deal at the time he was appointed. And it kind of suggests, doesn't it, that the club knew that they were going for the kind of longer term build in the first place, you know, they didn't offer Unai Emery a three and a half year deal. Unai Emery only had a two year deal with the option to extend it by a further year. So they've obviously put a lot more faith in Mikel Arteta than they ever did in Unai Emery. Um, and you could argue that that's been, you know, repaid in 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 winning an FA Cup and almost beginning this transition between the old Arsenal and, and Mikel Arteta's Arsenal. You know, some will argue that the progress hasn't been there. And I'm I'm open to, to both sides of the argument. You know, feel free to let us know in the comments what you think. But for me, I, I've got to be honest. And, and you guys will know I'm behind Mikel Arteta. I do think that he will do a good job in the long term. I do constantly say that there will be some pain along the way. There will be some setbacks. There will be some disappointments. But even for me, even someone who backs Mikel Arteta and really believes in him as a coach, in the longer term, it still feels a little bit premature. And I can't help feeling like that. You know, we're talking about someone who, you know, for all the good things he's done and obviously winning the FA Cup was was certainly one of them. But we're talking about a manager who has been tasked with overseeing a rebuild and essentially getting Arsenal back into, into the top four. Currently, we are nine points off, the, off of the top four. And I know, you know... Things have gone wrong this season. I know it's been a difficult season. It's been a strange season. I'm taking all of that into account, but I'm just looking at it now in face value. Nine points off of the top four. Languishing in the Premier League table, down in 10th. We were 15th up until pretty much Boxing Day. Where is the, the urgency to give somebody a contract who still has, after this season, two full seasons remaining on his current deal. It feels too early for me. It feels premature. And I, and I have to go back to the, the original point I made, which is that this is just a rumour. This is something that's doing the rounds uh, today via social media, via a number of media outlets who you wouldn't necessarily say are, you know, completely reliable. And I think you have to take that into consideration. I think you have to take it with a pinch of salt, obviously, but it's worth discussing. Seeing as the topics come up, let's discuss it. You know, what, what do you guys think? Let me know in the chat. 
I'll reiterate my point again. I like Mikel Arteta. I think he will take us in the right direction. I think he's starting to take us in the right direction. I think there was a lot of rebuilding, a lot of shifting out of dead wood and a lot of other factors that have made the job maybe harder than Mikel Arteta thought it was going to be when he took it. I think that Mikel Arteta is still learning as a manager and I'm still willing to give him time. However, I just feel, I just feel that talk of a new contract, whether it be an extension or a pay rise or whatever it may be, feels a little bit premature. Now, Nadine makes a great point in the comments and I just want to bring this to your attention. If true, Arteta must be seen as an addict from the club. This seems, oh, sorry, I've clicked on the wrong comment, but this is also a good one. Let me read this one. Sorry from Pat. Pat says, if true, Arteta must be seen as an asset by the club. This seems like a move to profit for him if Barcelona turns his head. It's a really good point. The point I was supposed to click on, no, and, and Pat's one was great as well. But this one from the Dean makes really good sense. And this could well be the case. Nadine says, I reckon Arteta's new contract will reflect his promotion as manager. So a pay rise with the same number of years to run. Well, yeah, it's a really good point because naturally, Mikel Arteta has changed roles. You know, you change role, you take on extra responsibility. You deserve to be compensated for that financially. So if that's the case, if that is the case, that it is literally uh, a reflection of the change of role that Mikel Arteta has undergone in recent months, then I'm okay with that. And I haven't really got an issue uh, with that being the case. In terms of an extension, though, I just feel like it would be a little bit too soon to even be thinking about that right now. Um, you know, do I think he's going in the right direction? Yeah, I do. But a lot of my arguments for that right now are based on gut feel rather than actual concrete facts. The concrete facts are that we're 10th. The concrete facts are that we're nine points off of the Champions League. It's not impossible for us to make that gap up or to close that gap. And for what it's worth, I do feel as though we are moving in the right direction. But the facts don't point right now to Mikel Arteta at this stage being deserving of a new contract. As Nadine says, though, if it is about reflecting his new role, if it is about reflecting the fact that as a manager now, rather than a head coach, he has more responsibility at the club, that's that's absolutely fine. That's absolutely fine with me. Let's see um, what you guys are saying in um, in the live chat about this. Topher says he's on board with the project. Anton says, we like them rash and silly decisions. Let's give Mikel a lifetime contract. I think there was a hint of sarcasm in that comment. Feridun says, what has Arteta accomplished to deserve a long-term contract? Up until now, not much is the is the answer. You know, in terms of black and white achievements, yeah, he's got the FA Cup in his bag, but Arsene Wenger won, what, three FA Cups in four years, was it? When we were all calling for his head. So, you know, you've got to put a bit of context into it as well. What has he done to deserve a long-term contract? The answer is, at this moment in time, not enough. As I said, the fact that he was given a, a three-and-a-half-year deal in the first place suggested that the club were willing to give him some time. And I don't think that their view or, or the case has, has changed necessarily. I think they're very on board with Mikel Arteta, and that's absolutely fine. I just, I wouldn't be... 
I wouldn't be rash. I wouldn't be hasty. I wouldn't jump the gun to extend that contract or put him on a mega money contract until he's proven a little bit more though. That's, that's my view. Uh, and this is coming from someone who, who backs him, honestly. Uh, Adam says, I'm unsure to be honest, this season is a write-off. Surely we should see how next season goes. Yeah, look, I think we're still alive this season. You know, obviously we're still in the Europa League. Obviously we have a chance of qualifying for Europe via the, the Premier League. And so we're still alive. But I think given that he's had to deal with what he's had to deal with this season, I think next season is when you start to look at Arteta a little bit more harshly. When you start to look at Mikel Arteta and you think, well, you've got to get it right now. You know, you've had a season, a season and a half to at least show some progress. And and I completely agree. Next season will be the one where we're really scrutinising Mikel Arteta. That's not to say, though, that I'm OK with us just throwing everything away this season because Arsenal are a massive football club and need to compete every single year. Arsenal need to be in Europe. We know that, not just for um, status terms, but for, for financial reasons as well. So uh, I think, Adam, you make a great point. I think next season is the real one, um, the real one where we're going to judge him and uh, and we can be a little bit more harsh in our assessments and, and have a right to do that, I think. Omar says, new contract for what exactly? Yeah, you're not the only one, mate. Uh, Wes Bird, big hello to Wes Bird. One of our members says, so why are we offering him a new deal if he has two years left? Surely it's premature. Why are we rewarding him now? Why not wait until after next season? Could it be that Arsenal have been so impressed by what they've seen from Mikel Arteta that they fear somebody bigger comes in and tries to take him away from us? In which case, by giving him a new deal, a longer deal, we'll be protecting ourselves with regards to compensation and things like that. Could that be the case? I don't know. Could it be, as Nadine uh, so eloquently put earlier on on the show, that maybe it's just a reflection of his new responsibilities? Whatever it is, um, you know, we, we kind of have to take this news with a, a pinch of salt because it is just a report at the minute. But as I've said, I, I feel like offering him a new deal based on a number of things, you know, the fact that as a team, we're not overall this season, we haven't performed to the level that we'd have hoped. It's been some, some management issues with regards to some of our players. I know we've moved some of the deadwood out and that's been seen as a, as a positive in the eyes of most, but there are issues with, there've been issues with his management of certain players. I think at certain periods, Look, I'm not sitting here slagging off Mikel Arteta because I, I, you guys know I, I do want him to succeed. I think he will succeed if given the time. The question is, the bigger question is, do Arsenal have the time to allow Mikel Arteta to do what he wants to do? Do Arsenal have the time to allow Mikel Arteta to learn on the job? Let's not forget that this is Mikel Arteta's first managerial position. Do a club the size of Arsenal have the luxury of affording someone that time without applying the pressure. That is the question. If it's to reflect the new role, fine. If it's to extend what is already a sufficient amount of time remaining on his contract, in my opinion, two seasons after this season is a long time in football. It is a long time in football. A lot can change. Look at Jose Mourinho down the road. A few months ago, they were going to win the bloody Premier League. Now they all want him sacked. 
football changes very very quickly let's see what else you guys uh, are saying in regards to this uh, this report steve says it's too early to start talking about contract extensions uh, martin the guna shares that same sentiment uh, jonathan says i would consider giving us the option of an extension and to his current contract, give him a performance-related bonus. But I would rather all our money goes to investment in players. Interesting. Um, Bacon Man, what a name, says, surely we should wait and see how we get on next season before offering out new deals. Seems like a rash decision. <laughs> Anton says, probably because there are some rumours that Pep is searching for a new Cones Man. <laughs> uh let's see what else we've got here um where are we just trying to pick up some slightly different comments so we can have a bit of variation to the conversation let me see um s cricket ball says i don't have a problem with arteta being offered an extension top coaches are expensive and arsenal don't have any money yasir ahmed says if he wins the europa league i'd give him a new contract Nassar Zaman says, I feel our strongest 11 is now good enough to get top four. Partey has changed Shaka and Emil Smith-Rowe brings that creativity we missed early on. We just need good backup now, like Bertrand and Bissouma. So Nassar is, is confident of the ability of this team. But then the, my question to you, Nassar, is if you're confident of the ability of this side, are you now expecting Mikel Arteta to finish in the top four? And if he doesn't, that be deemed as a failure. Let me know. Uh, Ashay says, Arteta sometimes don't trust his younger players. Thanks to Unai Emery that he gave a chance to Saka and Smith-Rowe and we've got them as gems. Um, Thomas says, Arteta came in eighth place in the league in the 1920 season and now maybe 10th place. Give him a lifetime contract. <laughs> SDQ joining us um, says, I think the board should wait until the end of next season. Alex says, I want to see how he fares in the summer window and the first 10 games of next season before a contract should be offered. Um, what else have we got? Let's let's pick out a few more. I'm not even going to read that. The screen name says, I think two more seasons next season, two, maybe three more buys. So far, I'm seeing him materially emerge. Not sure I get that comment fully. Big hello to one of our members, Alex, who says... We had a bad blip. Yes, Arteta has also shored up the defence and signed some good players. He should be given a new deal, but not just yet. Marco Williams says, we're 10th. What are we talking about? Spurs had a better manager than us. Why should we get Rafa? Uh, we should get Rafa. We, why must we wait? So Marco wants to see Rafa Benitez come in. Harry Land says, happy for Arteta. The players trust him. Potential signings want to play for a manager who is part of a long-term plan and know they won't be playing under a different manager six months down the line. It's a really good point. And up until now, actually, whoever Mikel Arteta has gone after, he has managed to get those deals over the line. And whoever signed has, has always said, haven't they, how important he was to the negotiation, how important his plan and his view for the future has been in persuading them to come to the club. Um, I saw one there from Sia, uh, who says Arteta got rid of Ozil. He deserves a new contract. Uh, Aditya says Arteta is a decent coach, needs to develop as well. Yeah, of course. He's learning on the job, isn't he? Wesbird says it's imperative that we wait to see what Arteta does in the summer transfer window and how he's going to implement his philosophy more. So lots of you are of the opinion that 
whilst we appear to be heading in the right direction, it would be premature for Arsenal Football Club to offer Mikel Arteta an extension, assuming that is what the, the report is about. However, I think we can all agree that if it is um if it is a reflection of his change in job role, then that's probably fair enough. Uh, because we do know that Mikel Arteta has changed job role since he took over at Arsenal. He went from being a head coach to a manager, which is, of course, a very different role. I know people just say manager is manager and head coach are the same thing. Then they're not. You know, a manager has a far bigger influence and far more impact on on other matters at the club. Um, you know, transfers in particular, uh, head coaches in, in years gone by, Unai Emery being one of them, have had their hands tied, have had to deal and work with players who they didn't necessarily feel were the ones they wanted. So, you know, it is a very different role. And the fact that they've given Mikel Arteta promotion suggests that they do trust him, that they are in this for the long haul and they do see him as a long-term manager for this football club. So, as I was saying, in conclusion, we all agree that right now it looks as though we're going in the right direction, but that can obviously change very quickly. We all agree that that if it's a, a reflection of his change in role, that's absolutely fair enough. But we all probably agree as well that it just to, to be talking about adding additional length to a contract that still after this season has an additional two more to run. Is, is a little bit premature. It's a little bit premature. Harry Land is very confident about Mikel Arteta and he says, have you ever heard other managers, pundits and signings speak so highly of someone? I think that shows how highly he's regarded. He'll do what Wenger did for us. Just give it time. Massive, massive shoes to fill um, in Arsene Wenger's. Of course, his tenure didn't end in the, the greatest way. We know that, um, in my opinion, he was chased out of the club disgracefully by some of our supporters, but there you go. That's a discussion for another day. But that's where we are on on this rumour about Mikel Arteta and a possible new contract. Now, I have to stress that it is just a rumour. Take it with a pinch of salt. Don't get too bogged down in it. Um, and yeah, is what it is. Continue to let me know your thoughts in the comment section. Make sure you drop us uh, a comment if you're watching this video back on replay down below. Make sure you hit the like button if you haven't already. And if you're interested in becoming a member of the channel, click the link in the description. This week's piece of members content was a deep dive into Granite Xhaka's importance to the side. Now, I know Granite Xhaka is a player who has divided opinion at the Emirates Stadium since the day he arrived, but I think it's undeniable now how important he has become to Mikel Arteta's side. So check that bit of content out. Um, if you're a gold member or above, it is available to you. And as I said, if you want more information on our membership tiers, how you can become a member, join us in the Discord server, etc., etc., click on the link in the description. Thank you for your support. Let's go back to the comment section uh, for a minute and then we'll move on. Um, Moss 52 says Arsenal's culture change is a long-term project and you need to give him time. Yeah. And I think the most important thing, Moss, is whether we see it like that or not, it's kind of irrelevant because the club appear to see it like that. You know, the fact that they gave him the deal that they gave him, the fact that they promoted him for, from head coach to manager, all the things we've just been discussing for the last 15, 20 minutes or so, they all point 
to the club feeling and believing and really trusting in Mikel Arteta to oversee Arsenal's rise again over a longer period of time. I think they're aware that it's going to take time and I think they're as long as they can see that we're moving in the right direction, they'll be pretty happy to bankroll um, that transformation for a little bit longer. That's how I feel anyway. That's what I think. Right, that's enough uh, Mikel Arteta talk. As I say, take the, the reports with a pinch of salt. Um, but there are reports doing the rounds today that Mikel Arteta will be given a or offered a new contract by the Arsenal. So watch this space on that one. Um, yeah. There we are. Uh, let's move on. Um, I want to basically show you guys um, something new. Um, it's a partnership that the Chronicles of Aguna has gone into uh, with the brilliant Match Edge. Um, and I want to give you guys a little bit of an introduction as to what Match Edge is, how it works and how you as viewers and listeners of the Chronicles of Aguna can benefit from it. So here you are. Uh, you should be able to see the Match Edge uh, landing page, which you can find at matchedge.football. Now, Match Edge is a prediction system that has been devised by some industry experts who provide highly accurate predictions for the six major European leagues. Now, whether you want to use this to help you bet, whether you want to use this to help you just simply beat your mates in a predictor league, that is absolutely fine. But if you head over to matchedge.football and enter your email address, hit the sign up button, you will receive uh, every Friday these predictions into your inbox for free. For free. Doesn't cost you a penny. So head over to Match Edge, check it out, sign up. And I'm going to be sharing with you now on this show some of the predictions uh, for for this coming weekend's Premier League action. Um, I'm also going to be looking ahead to some of the games as well. And I want your thoughts. I want to get some of your predictions. We want to get a little bit of a predictions league going over here. I think it will be good fun. Obviously, it's not. we won't be gambling. It would literally be uh, just a bit of fun amongst friends. Um, but to give you an idea of the accuracy, um, of of the accuracy that these guys provide. Uh, so on the midweek Premier League action, they got 80% of their predictions right. 88% of the goal predictions were correct. And they were particularly pleased uh, with the results they got from the Burnley-Manchester City game. So just looking at a couple of the games this weekend, and we'll, we'll focus on the ones that are, are relevant to us. Let's look at the Arsenal-Aston Villa game. Let me know your predictions for Arsenal and Aston Villa um, in the chat box and uh, we'll see what Match Edge are saying about this one. So in terms of the game between uh, Aston Villa and Arsenal, they're going for over one and a half goals in the game. So for there to be two goals or more, and they're also going for both teams to score. Let me know what you guys uh, have got in the chat box as well. I went for a 2-1 Arsenal win. If you watched the preview show a little bit earlier on, um, match edge feel that there will be more than two goals in the game, um, two goals or more. And they think that both teams will score as well. So that kind of fits in uh, with what I've gone with as well. Manas has gone for a 3-1 Arsenal win. Uh, Cavill has gone for a 2-1 Arsenal win. Ashe says that Arsenal will win 2-1 at Villa. Um, 
Steve Stone has gone for a 2-1 Arsenal win. SDQs is a 3-1 Arsenal win. Jonathan Porter's gone 3-1 and Omar's gone 2-1. And Moss says, did they predict that the ref would do that to us? Then uh, I'll ask them, mate. I don't know. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, let's, uh, let's have a couple of uh, peeks at some of the other games that they've gone uh, with as well. Let's pick some of the ones that are relevant to us. Of course, Manchester United and Everton. I know we're not necessarily... Uh, in the race for the title, but Everton are very much one of the teams that we're chasing down at the moment. Um, they've gone with over one and a half goals in that one and both teams to score on there. Um, Liverpool-Man City, which is obviously the big game, uh, it takes place at Anfield. They've gone for an away win or a draw, so they're not giving Liverpool uh, much chance in this one, uh, which is interesting. Give me your predictions for that big game, actually, uh, between uh, Liverpool and Manchester City in the chat box as well. Uh, I'm interested to know what you guys um, what you guys think about that one. Obviously, a huge game to come in the Premier League this weekend. And is it curtains for Liverpool in the title race if um, if Manchester City win? Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear uh, from you guys in the live chat. Uh, Chelsea, they go away to Sheffield United. A match edge on this one are predicting under two and a half goals. So they're not uh, expecting a goal fest there necessarily. Wolves take on Leicester. Of course, Wolves who beat us the other day and Leicester, who are one of the sides that we're also chasing down. Um, match edge fancy and a way win or a draw here. So again, the home side not uh, given much hope in this one. Let's go over to the chat box and see what you guys are saying uh, in terms of the... Uh, Man United game, Omar's gone for a 2-1 win over Everton. Jonathan's gone for a 2-2 draw between Man United and Everton. Remember as well, it's the anniversary of the Munich air disaster this weekend as well. So Manchester United will have an added incentive, I think, to go out there and, and do those people proud to, who sadly perished back in 1958, 63 years ago, I think it was now, um, which is a really long time ago. But obviously... Those people and, and that incident and that disaster will never be forgotten. So Manchester United with an added incentive to go out on the field and do the Manchester United pr uh, fans proud this weekend. Um, going forward to the Liverpool-Manchester City game, Jonathan uh, has gone with a 2-0 uh, win for Manchester City. Wes Bird also thinks City will win. Manas 2-1 Liverpool. Interesting. Omar's gone for a 2-0 City win. Cavill's gone for a 3-2 win for City. Um, Zandas gone for 3-0 City. Stones and Diaz are immense right now. Uh, Omar says it's already over for Liverpool. SDQ has gone for Manchester City winning by three goals to one. Plenty more predictions coming in. Get all your predictions in. Make sure you make it clear what game it is, um, just in case we're kind of jumping back and forward. That way I can make sure um, I put them in the right context. Um, what else have we got here? Ashe says that City are going to win 4 0. He says they're a totally dominant team right now with Diaz and Stones in defence. Yeah, they've got to go to Anfield. And look, they'll take massive encouragement, not just from their own form here in Manchester City, but they'll take encouragement from the fact that Liverpool have, uh, have lost to some really poor sides uh, over the last few weeks. So, yeah, interesting. 
interesting to see how that goes. But if you are interested in even just having a peek at what Match Edge bring you in terms of predictions, then head over to matchedge.football, put in your email address, click sign up, and you will receive the predictions to your inbox. And it's absolutely free of charge. Um, Thank you for their support of the podcast. Really, really appreciate it. Um, you can do what the, with the predictions, whatever it is you wish. Um, whether you just want to have a good uh, bit of banter with your friends and, and beat them in the prediction league, or uh, you want to take it that step further and, and gamble, it's up to you. Uh, but as 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 I've said, um, some really exciting results from Match Edge in terms of their accuracy. So uh, check it out and uh, let us know what you think. Right, that brings us to the end of this evening's stream. Um, if you haven't checked out the Aston Villa preview, uh, it came out earlier on today, so you can find that. It's the last video on the channel. If you're listening via audio, it's the last uh, podcast as well. And I look forward to some of you joining me for the game tomorrow on our live watch along. Aston Villa versus Arsenal from Villa Park at 12 30 midday. So come and join me for that. Let's get our teeth into it. Let's hopefully enjoy the game. Let's hopefully get a positive result. And uh, we'll be back after the game as well uh, to have a look back on it and uh, review the action. So until tomorrow, enjoy your Friday night. Cheers. You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.